Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Welcome back, Quick Brain. So, how do you use your brain to change your age. And you're thinking, Jim, if that was possible, that would be the most amazing thing ever. How can I please unlock the secrets to look and feel and think younger every single day? And that's really what this episode is all about. This year, I'm speaking at a number of longevity conferences, including one in Sardinia, which is one of the blue zones. And the subject I usually speak about at longevity conferences and regenerative medicine conferences is about how the fountain of youth is really found between your ears, this three-pound matter called your brain, which controls everything. And so a healthy brain is really the key to staying vibrant and alive for a long time. And so here in this episode, I'm going to talk about some of the research referencing a book by Dr. Daniel Amen. And if his name sounds familiar, he has spoken at our previous Quick Brain events. He has written over 10 New York Times bestselling books, including the famous one, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life. And when we met Earlier in my career, it was actually an interview specifically for this book. So he dedicates a whole chapter around my work. And if you don't have this book already, I recommend it. It's called Use Your Brain to Change Your Age. So in my chapter, I talk about how mental workouts and lifelong learning strategies are essential tools to keep your brain young, agile, and adaptable. Really, that's what you want, right? The research done in neurogenesis and neuroplasticity says that our brains could grow older, but in some ways it could actually grow better, that we could create new brain cells as we age. Also, we could create new connections called neuroplasticity, and it's really based on novelty and nutrition. So specifically in this chapter, I talk about exercising your brain. So in this episode, I want you to have pen and paper ready. If you listen to our note-taking episode, you might want to apply some of those techniques and or some of the mnemonic devices that we've talked about on how to memorize information without taking notes. So those would be very valuable resources. These are your mental workouts. And just as we exercise, we eat right, we brush our teeth, these are all forms of preventative health. By training your brain on a regular basis, we are practicing preventative mental health. So should a crisis come along, you'll have trained your brain to deal with the stressors and problems more effectively. Better responses to all of life's challenges will have become habitual. So you're not as easily thrown into an unproductive negative loop. So let's get to it. This is the DIY of brain improvement, do-it-yourself brain improvement. So no matter your age, your income, your IQ, your level of education, there are a lot of ways to actually help your neurons grow, to help them to stretch, to help them to branch into a younger, more beautiful brain every single day. So let me give you a few examples. Some of these we've talked about in previous episodes. Now, when I go through this, find the thing that really resonates with you. So number one, you can learn a new language. Learning a new language requires that you analyze new sounds, which improves not only your auditory processing, but also it exercises your memory. Number two, lose the list. 
in the podcast, we've talked about in the past how to memorize things without using notes. Different techniques, mnemonic techniques, triggers to aid memory using visualization and sounds or rhyming. It's a great way to boost your brain while developing a system to remember things. Number three, get into the game. Play board games. Chess, Scrabble, trivia games can help boost memory. Jigsaw puzzles help visual spatial intelligence. Mahjong can help executive function, which is the capacity to control and apply your mental skills. Number four, online brain training, such as everything at Quick Learning. Just go to quicklearning.com for our latest speed reading, memory enhancement, focus programs. Number five, this is one I really love. It's about being curious. You remember Curious George? Stay curious about your life and your learning. Read and study, take courses in subjects or arts or activities that capture your fancy. When you're a lifelong learner, you're more likely to stay young at heart and in your brain. Number six, learn to play a musical instrument or a different instrument other than something you normally play. This is something that comes up a number of times in our Facebook group. Maybe we could do a future episode specifically around memory and music. So if there's an instrument you've always wanted to play, take it on. Number seven, try a brain healthy sport you've never tried. And I'll talk about some of those in a little bit. Number eight, try a new brain healthy recipe. One of the most popular episodes in our podcast was the one on my top 10 favorite brain foods. So incorporate those into a home-cooked meal. And finally, I'll give you number nine is breaking your routine. Now, what does that mean? This is especially important for anyone who is tethered to bad brain-harming habits. You can increase your chances of staying healthier longer if you change your daily habits and routines. One of the most popular episodes we've done was my morning routines, the 10 or more activities that I do every single morning to jumpstart my brain. Because when you introduce new habits, you can rewire your brain literally so you don't fall back into the same patterns of activity. So for example, if you've always wanted to take the same route home from work so you could stop by at your favorite dessert shop along the way, take a different route to work and bring along with you a homemade brain healthy smoothie that we've talked about in a prior episode and you can sip on that along the way. Now, here are some of the workouts I recommend to help balance the six different areas of your brain. You have this area of your brain called the PFC, and this is for forethought. And so three things that will help with that are strategy games, such as chess or checkers, meditation to boost your PFC function, and hypnosis, actually, which can help you focus and boost PFC function as well. Another area of your brain are the temporal lobes. Now, this is primary for language and memory. Certain things you could do, for example, are crossword puzzles and word games and memory games. Next part of your brain is the basal ganglia. Sounds kind of interesting, but what it does is it modulates anxiety and motivation. So a few things that will help that are deep relaxation, meditation again, and hand warming techniques. As you warm your hands, it actually sends an automatic signal to the rest of your body to relax. And deep diaphragmic breathing. Remember that the lower one-third of your lungs absorbs two-thirds of the oxygen. Another part of your brain is the deep limbic system. This is where we're thinking about processing emotions. So a few things, killing ants, right? automatic negative thoughts. We did a whole episode called Abra, using magic to change our negative thinking. 
Another thing that would help is any kind of gratitude practice. Some people keep a gratitude journal. For me, like many people have a vision board, I actually move things from my vision board once they are actualized and I actually put them on a gratitude board. Another thing you could do is building libraries of positive experiences to enhance mood states. And so capturing that information, putting them into a journal again or some kind of collage will help connect more with your deep limbic system. The second to last is the parietal lobes. Now this is the direction sense spatial orientation. A couple of things that come to mind. Number one is juggling. I've often referenced the studies done at Oxford University saying jugglers have bigger brains. As your body moves, your brain grooves. Another focus you could have or a hobby is interior design. Remember spatial orientation, visual spatial. And then finally, the other part of your brain I want to address is the cerebellum. And really, this is the seed of coordination. So anything that's going to really activate your dexterity. One of the best exercises is dance. What about table tennis? This is something that I like to indulge in. This kind of activity also works the prefrontal cortex. Other activities would include martial arts, handwriting, calligraphy, anything that sharpens your coordination. So here's a question, Quick Brain. How old would you be if you didn't know how old you are? By keeping your brain young, by keeping it curious and ever learning new things in this fascinating world of ours, you may find yourself growing younger rather than older as the years go by. So here are the 20 brain tips to help you become a lifelong learner. I often reference the study that was featured on the cover of Time Magazine about these nuns that were reaching the age of 80, 90 and above. And the research suggests that their longevity came from half of it was their emotional gratitude, but the other half was they were dedicated to lifelong learning. So here are 20 things you could do to help you become a lifelong learner. Number one, find your motivation to learn something new and begin by asking yourself, what gifts do I have to bring to the world that could be lying dormant between my ears? Then you could ask yourself, what do I dream of doing with my life? Go ahead and start writing your bucket list now. Your brain loves activities that hold promise and excitement like this one. Number two, think of books as a college course between two covers. Books are the world's greatest educational bargains. You can learn from the world's greatest minds, past and present, for very little cost. You know, I always think it's interesting that an expert could have decades of experience, they could put it into a book, and you could sit and read it in a few days. You could download decades into days. Number three, turn your car into a university on wheels. What does that mean? You could purchase, download, or even borrow audiobooks on a variety of subjects that really pique your interest. You could download podcasts like this, and you could turn your drive times into classrooms of fascinating knowledge. Number four, Stop telling yourself you have a poor memory. This happens all the time. When you go and say to yourself, I'm so forgetful or I'm getting too old, when you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them. Instead, say something like, memory is an art and I can practice it. I can read as well as anyone by applying new habits. Every day and every way, I'm getting better and better. I focus and concentrate. I remember things easily and effortlessly. Your self-talk makes a difference. Number five, as Mark Twain says, don't let school get in the way of your education. Formal learning is important for many, but only those who go above and beyond the education system discover the true joy of lifelong learning. Number six, when memorizing lists, 
associated with the craziest picture you could think of to help your brain recall it later. We talked about this in a number of episodes that your mind thinks in pictures. You dream in pictures. When you get on an airplane, you look at the signs. They don't say no smoking and they don't say fasten your seatbelt. You see pictures. And so when you want to memorize new things, try turning things into a picture and activate more your visual cortex. Number seven, to remember someone's name, which is a great practice in presence, in human motivation and visualization. I want you to repeat the name and I want you to use it once or twice, maybe three times naturally in the conversation. You could try to visualize the name written out on the person's forehead, which might be a very good technique for you. Or you could use their name when saying goodbye. Because if you could walk into a room and meet 10 strangers and leave saying goodbye to every single one of them, who are they all going to remember? They're all going to remember you, and that's a standout skill. So make remembering names a priority. Number eight. Try using a visual pacer while you read. We did a whole episode dedicated to this, where if you use a visual pacer, it could boost your reading speed and focus 25, 50% or more. If you want to go deeper into this, we have a quick reading program, 10 minutes a day for 21 days. Just go to quickreading.com, K-W-I-K, reading.com. Number nine, sharpen your brain by enjoying leisure activities that also keep you thinking. There was a study published in the New England Journal of Medicine found that reading, playing board games, playing musical instruments, and dancing were among the best leisure activities for keeping your brain young. Number 10, try breaking up your routine by doing something novel and different, something outside the box. Try a new sport, whip up a new recipe, take a new route home, mix up your life. Variety is not only the spice of life, but it will help you grow new neurons in your brain too. Number 11, when you really want to learn something well, make sure you teach it to someone else. This will dramatically increase your skill and your knowledge of the subject in a very short period of time. Remember, when you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Number 12, note-taking increases comprehension and retention. Remember the whole episode we did on effective note-taking. Number 13, Lifelong learning involves becoming more curious about all of life. For example, to keep your mind from wandering in conversations, be a curious listener. Notice not just to what another person is saying, but also listen to her body language and her tone. Ask follow-up questions. Pretend you're a journalist or a therapist deeply intrigued with the story you're being told and the stories behind the stories. Remember that quote from Rumi, sell your cleverness for bewilderment. Children learn so well because they're curious. Number 14, don't ask yourself, how smart am I? Instead, ask yourself, how am I smart? There are many kinds of intelligences, social, mathematical, logical, art, creativity, intuitive sensing. What do you excel at? Number 15, everyone has a preferred learning style. Find your style. Do you learn best by reading, by hearing, by talking, by writing, by doing, or some combination of the above? Try to learn something new via your best learning style. If you're an auditory learner, listen to a book on tape. If you're a kinesthetic learner, try taking a class where you'll have to have hands-on experience. Number 16. Cognitive skills tend to dip after we graduate from college and when we retire from work. 
Don't stop challenging your brain on a daily basis. Be a perpetual student of life. Take continue education classes, get that degree, learn to be a gourmet cook, discover fly fishing, write your memoir, study your brain. The world is endlessly fascinating for those who never stop learning, and it helps your brain thrive. Number 17, this is a big one, meditation. Meditation has been shown to boost activity in the PFC and sharpen your mind. Just a few meditative minutes a day can make a dramatic difference in your mental abilities. Number 18, boost your prefrontal cortex by making clear goals and looking at them every single day. And I highly recommend you listen to the goal setting, goal getting workshops that we did on the podcast with Dr. Jeff Spencer. Number 19, Boost your brain's flexibility and creativity centers by asking yourself to look at everyday activities, such as family time or how you do an activity at work in new and different ways. There's a great book called The Structure of Scientific Revolution where it talks about innovation and how innovation in a certain industry usually comes from somebody outside of the industry because it takes someone from the outside looking in to say, hey, why aren't you doing it this way? So perspective is very important. Two of the ways I get different perspective is place and people. Going to a new place, you have to go to know and being around a different group of people because who you spend time with is who you become. And finally, number 20 is get enough rest. And you know this, but sleeplessness has become an epidemic. When you sleep, you integrate your short to long-term memory, you clean out the plaque that could lead to brain aging, and also you can get the dream, you get your deep dreaming, which will allow you to maybe even solve some problems. Listen to that episode again about remembering your dreams. So what I want you to do right now, Quick Brain, is going through your notes, just take two or three ideas, two or three ideas, and just circle them. And these are the things that you're gonna actually act on. By adopting some of these brain-healthy strategies, maybe you could stave off some of the brain aging and you can look, feel, and think younger every single day. Remember this, change your brain, change your life. Change your brain, you could even change your age. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com.